Hello loves and welcome to Embody and Expand. I am your host Miranda Tiller and this podcast is all about embodying your truest self, your soul self, and expanding into new possibilities and ways of living. You will uncover more of who you are, gain the knowledge and tools necessary to help you radiate more of your joy, your love, and your abundance, and start living a more lit up life now. This podcast is infused with love, wisdom, and embodiment practices to help guide you on your journey of self-discovery and personal and spiritual growth. Let's dive in. Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of Embody and Expand. In today's episode, I'm going to be diving deeper into the idea of letting go, the process of letting go of good so that you may step into great and what that looks like, what that feels like, and share little examples of my life or actually really big examples as it feels like of my life that will, I hope, provide, provide some insight for you as you navigate your next experience with closure or letting go. Right now, I'm in this space of letting go of a contract that I have been in for a little while with a company that is incredible at helping other breathwork facilitators become embodied, masterful breathwork facilitators. And as I let this part of me go, this mentorship role go, I know that I am opening myself up to more of what does feel aligned in this moment and this season of life and how I want to show up and serve the people that I serve. And there's been this desire, this deep calling in my body to create deeper connection with women who might not know that they have healing to do or might not know that their body is holding trauma, but helping them to release the trauma that's trapped in our bodies that stop us from stepping into the more empowered, more confident versions of ourselves, the versions of ourselves that hold our deepest, most sacred desires of our heart. You see, we've been taught that it's not safe to listen to the desires of our heart. We have been taught to put logic above everything else. If it doesn't make sense logically, we cannot do it. And that's not how the heart works. Our hearts, our desires of our heart are meant to show us the direction. It's meant to give us the feelings of what we, we know that we want to experience. And the brain, the mind then gets to come up with the different tools and the heart gets to be the one to decide which tools we use. See, it always comes back to like letting yourself being heart led. And this decision for me to let go of this thing in my life that was so, so good. I loved it so much. I loved being a mentor for other humans in this world to become more masterful, not only as a breathwork facilitator, but in their own energy, being more masterful of their own energy was the deep, deep transformation that these women would get to, and men would get to go through was so, so powerful for me to be able to hold and the way that things were moving, I 
would be experiencing less of that deeper connection with students. And what I know that this desire in my body is, is to create more deep connection. And so, yes, I'm letting go of something that's really, really good. And I know that there's something even better showing up for me in this next phase. Now I'm going to be explaining the four different processes that I've noticed over the years as I have been committed to my growth for the last eight years of my life. And there's always this, this theme that happens as we let go of something in our lives, whether it's good, whether it's viewed as not so good, right? There's these, these, this expansion process, as I like to call it. And the very first beginning of this expansion process is exactly what I was speaking to just a a few minutes ago is that desire. When we have that desire in our bodies, we, it creates this connection to something different. The new desire has us thinking, we start thinking differently. And this creates this cognitive dissonance in the mind. Cognitive dissonance is the perception of contradictory information and the mental toll of it. So we have this desire that is telling us one thing, to go for something that seems really different or like something you've never seen anyone do, maybe someone from your family or who you believe that you are. It's not going to be possible for you. But yet this desire is showing up for you. This desire is what is meant to lead you. And then we we might struggle with this mentally for a little while, this push-pull in our bodies where the mind says, no, this is how life has to be. And the desire says, actually, I'm showing you the way life is supposed to be for you. And you're resisting it. This new desire doesn't necessarily fit in our current reality, the reality that we currently see. And so this this internal warfare, this desire, as this desire grows stronger and stronger and and stronger, so does the internal warfare between the mind and the heart. And then you get to this breaking point where the desire becomes so strong, you then make a choice or a choice needs to be made. Will you nourish this desire or will you choose to stay right where you're at? And it's not an easy decision. It's not an easy choice. It often feels like a leap of faith because everything in your body is telling you, yes, that's what you're meant to do. But the brain, the mind says, no, 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 it's not safe. We don't know what's in the unknown. And the question to ponder there is, will I go for this desire and put myself into whatever is in the unknown? Or will I stay here and just pretend that the desire isn't here? And, and really try to suffocate this desire so that flame goes out. And really, when I speak to women, it's that desire and that passion that they're desiring to experience more of in their lives. And so the women that choose to work with me are women who choose to say yes to that desire, even though that desire feels scary sometimes. That, that stepping into that unknown feels very, very challenging. Which is then brings me to that step number two, which is this letting go, this letting go, this, this choice to, to go deeper into your desire, 
This choice to let go of what you have known to be true for probably your entire life can feel really, really untethering. What was once your ground no longer feels like where you want to be. And so you begin your journey of letting go of what once served you well, be it a stable and quote safe job, a comfortable relationship, deciding to start a new career, deciding to start a business. This letting go process is where you get to deepen your connection to you, your source, your inner children. You get to rediscover what is important to your heart now and allow yourself to shed old belief patterns, identities, roles, that used to be quote you that's how you saw yourself are are the in these identities and in these roles and in these beliefs and who are you if you don't have these identities and roles and beliefs who are you if you don't have this box that you put yourself in but this box was never really who you were not to your core to your core you are love which brings me to like so so second is that letting go that process of letting go that can take a little while I, i don't mean to make this expansion process seems super simple and super easy it's very it's it's a it's hard for the body to let go of things so this is really where we start that deeper somatic work is right in this letting go phase and then from from this phase as you let you shed and you let go and that cognitive dissonance starts to to um, fizzle out a little bit you then start which is never step three is inspired action As you start letting go, you start to embody more of who this desire, this vision needs you to be. So this desire is linked to specific feelings, a specific vision, um, something in your body that is telling you that this is for you. There's, there's, there's more to that desire. So as, as, as we start this letting go process, we then become more connected to this desire because we're choosing it. So the questions that I ask myself in this, in this third phase, which is the inspired action phase, is who do I need to be for these clients that desire healing to come, come to me? What energy do I need to hold? What do I need to believe to be true about myself? And relate this to any goal that you have. Maybe you have this goal to speak on stage in front of a bunch of people and impact the hearts of so many women. Who are you as you step on that stage? How do you carry yourself? What do you believe to be true about you? Those are the things that you start asking yourself in this. And in in those questions, the question of who do I need to be, it always comes down for me, and it could be different for you, but it all the answer is always to be more of me, more of who I am. And what I know to be true about myself, about everyone on this planet is love. We come from love. We are love. This is who we have always been. This is who we will always be. This is the truth. We boil everything down. This is the truth of who you are and who I am. So the more that you get to know this version of you, the one that is holding your desires, the one that is is holding you, the more it will speak to you and lead you. Some call this the voice of God. Some call it your intuition. Some call it your soul. Whatever you call it, 
It is the highest, most divine voice always guiding you to the life that is meant for you in this lifetime and has always been meant for you before the layers of shame and guilt and judgment were thrown upon you at whatever age. Those are the little micro traumas that happen from the time we are born. So in this phase, this inspired action phase, this is when you begin to allow your intuition to start guiding you. This is when you start allowing yourself to be led into more of the unknown, which is more of what your heart is calling you towards. The the deeper love, the deeper connection is all in that space of unknown. And then that brings me to the fourth phase. And I want to make a note here that you can go back and forth throughout all of these phases. So it's not necessarily linear, right? Not necessarily linear. I might be, I might have moved through that uh, inspired action phase and gone into this fourth phase, which is trust and surrender. But then something comes up, a thought, an old belief, and it, it is calling me back to more of the letting go phase where I get to shed more beliefs and identities. So step four or phase four, if you will, is as you, as you start to take the inspired action that is now guiding you, your job now is to trust and surrender. And this can feel so, so counterintuitive to the mind because as we're being led and as we're letting ourselves take the inspired action sometimes the inspired action is to rest and the parts of our mind that say it's not safe to rest are the ones that protest so this comes up for me a lot this is one of my parts so as i move through the inspired action phase as i take the inspired action and i feel led and guided i feel like oh my god yes this feels so good let's keep going more inspired action more inspired action more inspired action go 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 until i realize this hasn't all been inspired action some of this has been driven from my ego that says we've got to keep going we got to keep going we got to keep going my part just wants me to keep taking that inspired action Because the parts that I'm talking about, they don't see the value of non-attachment. They don't see the value of rest yet because they they haven't known that, right? Look at, this is where I look back at my past and saying, oh yeah, I've always been that type to go, 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 go. I'm hustling, hustling, hustling. And then I get to know the beliefs of this little one. This little one believes that she has to work really, really hard to prove her worth. That if she's not going and doing and doing, then she's not worthy to receive. But my highest self knows that it is already worthy. I am already worthy. I have always been worthy, just as you have always been worthy. My highest self knows that rest is productive. My highest self trusts in the divine intelligence moving through me as I took the inspired step. And my highest self trusts and knows that I am also held in the rest that it takes to be in the receptive state. So it is my job to let this part of me, my highest self part, nurture and love the wounded parts of me that say I have to keep pushing myself. 
This is when we go back to some inner child. This is when we go back to healing the ruptures that have been created. Here's where you get to remind yourself to lean into love and trust that the next inspired action will come when you are in a receptive state. We're not in a receptive state when we're constantly going, 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 going. So that was all four steps of my expansion process. And so we go desire, that desire, that letting go, that inspired action, that trust and surrender. And this is a process that I go much deeper on and actually guide you through because it can be really challenging when these parts come up. They feel so, so real in the body that the mind then takes it as truth and we kind of go right back into our place of comfort which is the whole thing of what you've been wanting to step out of a little bit. So my job in this container, in my Embody and Expand program, we start in six weeks. If that is something that you feel called to, you want to be held in this way, you want to continue to grow and expand, but be held on a very, very deep level without the force, without the hustle, without the push, really creating a deep and soft and intimate container for you to meet more parts of yourself, to heal these parts of yourself that say, who am I to do this thing? Who am I to create that business? Who am I to leave this relationship? Who am I to whatever it is that your heart is calling you towards? That is what is meant for you. If you are ready to get out of your own way, to start healing and start embodying the version of you that holds your vision, that holds your desires, that is leading you towards your desires. If you're ready to start this process and be held over the next four months, 16 weeks, embody and expand will open this week if you feel called to that if this episode was helpful i really invite you and encourage you to share this with a friend who might need it share it with a loved one and if not sharing it leaving a review these reviews i love 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 i love to see how this podcast this creation has helped you move through parts of yourself or made you think differently about what's possible for you and help you to embody more of of who you are i love hearing these if you reach out to me on instagram i'm at miranda tiller i love you all so so much and i cannot wait to see you next week or in the embody and expand container the first five women who sign up for this program will get a free bonus coaching call with me to be used anytime throughout the program a one-on-one deep somatic healing experience to help you integrate deeper the content that you're learning throughout the 16 weeks together i am so so excited Thank you for being here with me. I love you so, so much. And I will see you next time. 
Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Embody and Expand. If you've loved this episode, please write a review wherever you listen, share it on social media, and tag me at Miranda Tiller. It would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for showing up for your healing, for yourself, and for those that love you. Sending you so much love. Until next time.